Wow. Wow. Wow, this is this is some really deep stuff. I don't know what just happened, but something happened inside of me. Something snapped, something shaked. I wasn't expecting that either. Ah, uh, sorry. It's okay, it's all right. It's beautiful. <laughs> Monster is like really small, but it had to become that to stop me. Because I'm the hurt child. Became present when you mentioned it. And I didn't realize this until now. There were things that I didn't remember yeah. until now. It's funny. I haven't seen that before. It feels like I'm the monster. I'm kind of seeing images of things. Of a, of a world where they can exist. This clarity brings all kinds of answers. It's clear. She, like, hugged me and then went back to her place, I guess, in my heart. Oh, it wants to come out. <laughs> uh -huh. It wants the bippity boppity boop Cinderella me. Like, <laughs> she's like melted into like my chest. It's like ooey gooey. All week been finishing things, cleaning up more, started eating vegetables again last week. <laughs> and it kind of just started happening. It's almost like I just finished going through a meditation session. I feel light. Like, you know, when you. When you hit that first joint, like in the morning, and you... I actually feel a lot more um, awake. Weird is good sometimes. That's true, and I should put it on because since our last conversation, as that um, in that conversation I was clearly way overwhelmed and so on and so forth, I mm -hmm. began to understand that. How should I put it? My conception of feeling prior to our last conversation was completely different to what I experienced feeling to be as of the last few days due to um, increasing the connection with my parts. Okay. Conception of feeling has changed completely. I wouldn't say completely yet, but um, I noticed now thanks to... Um, taking the time to connect with parts that I judged to be negative or negative in the, um, let's say, output that or the result of their behaviors. Um, because I think a better connection with them and then um, the compassion for them and everything and so on. Let's say um, in parentheses, the typical IFS process. Because of mm -hmm. that, I noticed that um, positive feelings i feel much or positive parts also i feel much more intense now as well compared to before wow well that's that's interesting how is, does that feel mm. like a good thing absolutely it's um how should i put it at the moment like i noticed that my um because i didn't get to that part just yet a part that's in general afraid of emotions pain and so on um, mm -hmm. I do notice the fear of that part, but overall, it's a great thing. Wow. Cool. Oh, yeah. I'm really excited to see where this will um, go. 
Okay, are you ready to get started? Should I, should I set a timer for a minute of meditation? Um, just one thing before we st um, before mm -hmm. we properly start. Um, I did also um, uh, because I think this will be um, relevant for whatever we probably will happen. Um, I did notice um, then also after a conversation that in the end everything um, basically um, all the parts we've been working with are basically a fragmentation of um, the part that's trying to protect me from my earliest, let's say, self-judgment starting in earliest childhood about me being completely worthless. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty common, or maybe the most common kind of exile feeling that people we all i think have some of and is underneath a lot of this but um i guess then yeah i'm ready to start okay i'll set a timer for a minute mm -hmm. okay where would you like to start as let's say as per usual there's a few parts but um as i cannot really go to let's say the judgment about being worthless itself yet um one part i'd like to um address is um let's say the um as what do we call it a strict loving part because this one started to show up the last few days more um, in my consciousness like over time mm -hmm. it was there in the past as well but only now i began to notice it more basically being like um um let's say not really like a strict father but like a strict person being like in a strict way like you don't need um like um, you don't need IFS. You don't need therapy. You don't need all the things you're doing because ah. I'm already great and so on and so forth. But yeah. in this like really strict way, like um trying to ex like to um accept that I'm not worthless. Uh huh. Okay, so it's kind of it's telling you you don't need you don't need additional work or help or mm -hmm. any of these tools because. It's kind of, it's kind of insisting that the feelings of worthlessness are not valid or. Exactly. Yeah. Uh -huh. That's exactly it. Like with a like bit of, let's say a little bit of aggression, like a real strict, like not the, like um, insulting, not screaming or something, but like, yeah, I guess a strict father would suit best the yeah. description. Yeah. Okay. And where do you notice that in or around your body when it comes up? Between my shoulder blades, more on the left side, like on left from the spine. Mm -hmm. Also, um, Below the throat, um, above the heart, um, I forgot what that area is called. Me too. It's pretty much the same that uh, this is some sort of like I know there's some sort of um, clavicle. Wagon. Ah, right, that's it. Yeah. Okay. And how do you feel towards it? 
compassionate, but also um, a notice and blended with a worried part. A worried part? Mm -hmm. Because the last um, few days um, showed me that basically really every part um, needs to be taken seriously. Otherwise, it will just keep looping in the, let's say, the behavior of that part. And that's the, so basically the, um, that this strict, let's say, fatherly part is invalidating the um, part that's judging me to be worthless. So basically, yeah, basically that's what's, uh, what I feel worried about. Okay, so the worry is that this strict fatherly part mm -hmm. won't stop or has, has too much power, has this power. Yeah, that it has this power. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, can let that part know that we're going to learn more about this part and see if we can help it relax. And just see if that worried part will step back and give you some space to do this. The worried part did already step back. Mm -hmm. Great. Okay. So turning to the strict fatherly part. Mm -hmm. Just let it know that you're curious about it, that you're feeling compassionate about it. And ask it what it wants you to know. Basically, it's asking me um, why I'm doing um, all this stuff because with my competencies and so on and so forth, my abilities and so on, um, I could instead be doing, let's say, um, well, doing things, moving uh, the world, basically, in, like mm -hmm. in the eyes of this part. Yeah, it wants to see you uh, engaging with that emperor part, right? True, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, does that make sense to you that it's it cares about that? Absolutely does. Mm -hmm. Great. Just show it that. And ask what it's worried about, what it's afraid will happen if it does let you do this work if if you do spend more time on this and go to that part this part knows i will find my way but it's worried that i'm basically gonna waste time that i um basically could have um, 
done, let's say, the work quicker or that I need, would need, let's say, less work, so to say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, makes sense to me. What else do you notice about it or what else does it want to tell you? Um, it was telling me that um, I could try again, like after this last week, to um, get closer to the um, exile that's judging me to be worthless. Mm -hmm. um, because last week then, um, after our conversation, basically I tried it, but um, that was, uh, let's say, um, so, well, basically a super intense firefight that came up that literally did not allow me to go there. Like to not this, even uh, witness that. So. Yeah. This was after we talked? Mm -hmm. This was after we talked. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this part had originally said that it doesn't want you to go to this exile because it feels like that's a waste of time and now it's saying that no that's a, does... that was a different uh, part last week um like a, a different firefighter last week when i tried to go to the um exile mm -hmm. um like a firefighter that um how should i put it like it, it showed it visualized itself as like an eminent being sort of like a wizard who mm -hmm. um told me that all other managers and firefighters are on um, fragmentations of him. So um, like he's like the, oh, let's say the overarching firefighter in the way he described it to me, or the overarching okay. part um, trying to protect me from this, from the worthlessness. And um, I'm losing a bit of train of uh, what I want to say now. But, well, oh, but yeah, basically this is not a strict father. That's what I was trying to say. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just talking about the part that you're, the part that you're with now, the mm -hmm. strict father part. Mm -hmm. It is ready for you to go to the exile. That one, yeah, because it's like, um, um, how should I put it? If it's too much, we can always um, abort, like step by step, like drip feeding. That's right. That's right. That's great. I mean, it sounds like it sounds like that was a very quick shift for that part. Mm, this strict father part or strict fatherly part, this um never this part specifically never um needed to shift. Like it's independent from the attempt last week. Okay, I guess um maybe I don't understand. I I I thought that what it was saying was why are you doing all this? Why are you doing all this work when you are, you oh, are, yeah. you are worthy. And mm -hmm. so it sounded to me like it was invalidating that, um, part saying the worthlessness part and, and saying, we don't need to go there. And um, now it's saying, mm -hmm. huh, that's a good point because I'm basically, uh, how should I put it? It was invalidating the whole process of, Let's say all the kinds of work I'm doing. Okay, yeah. Work, yeah. Mm -hmm. Is there more that it wants to say about that work 
um, you know, relative to your work with me and your work in IFS? Mm -hmm. Like, it sounds like it's okay with you going to the exile, which is kind of where I'm aiming, you know, thinking about in IFS perspective. Um, and I'm just wondering if we're, if we're hearing all that it wants to share about how else you might be using your time. Well, he's saying that as I feel the need to do it, um, he's saying that um, he's happy that I'm uh, using IFS and also working with you because with IFS, it's been since um, our conversations two episodes ago, when I started then to do um, independent writing work after your, your um, input. Mm -hmm. um, it's been the most efficient compared to anything else I've done before. So All right, I think so. This, yeah. It's the most efficient in my world. Mm -hmm. Great. Does it trust you to do that work? Mm -hmm. Great. Okay. So what's next? Would you like to go in that direction or are there other protectors to check in with? There's um, definitely another protector because now um, fear came up about um, the prospect of going to this exile. Yeah. Let's hear from that. What's its concern about? Basically pain and overwhelm. Yeah. But moreover, pain itself, not so much um, the, let's say, concept of overwhelm. Yeah. Yeah, it can be a painful process. Do you have any way that you would, that you want to respond to it? I want to get to know this part more because I, um, when doing writing work, for example, I do did notice that um, suddenly during the process, then I yeah basically got to distracted by other protectors. Yeah, so you want to get to know this part. That's mm -hmm. that's a you want to get to know this part that's concerned about the pain. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. Okay. Yeah, just let it know that and ask it what, what else it wants you to know. It's like um, emotions are bad. There's so much suffering. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is there anything else it wants to say? 
It's saying, I don't want to get hurt, and also, especially, it doesn't want me to get hurt. Yeah, it's a protector. You can thank it for its intention to protect you. You might ask how long it's been doing that job. A very young toddler age. I can't put the specific yeah. number on it, but somewhere around three to five. Mm-hmm. And how old does it think that you are? It's thinking that I'm about five. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and update it on your real age. Show it the resources you have now and the tools you have now and your success in IFS on healing parts. You could also ask how effective it has felt, you know, it has, it has its way of being, its way of taking you away from pain. And yeah, you could just ask how effective that's been. I mean, I know, I'm sure it has been very effective sometimes. Um, but in dealing with this part, for example, this exile, To be honest, it's a bit freaking out. Yeah, you just stay with it. We're not going to do anything that... We're not going to push past its concerns.
But it's really resisting the um, option of me starting to take care of when I get hurt and when I don't. Yeah. Doesn't really trust you to do that. True. Yeah. I did notice over the last week um, how often um, the concept of parts not trusting me um, came up. Mm -hmm. um, I think it will make sense to then um, go to um, this mistrust as well. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think that that's really common and it's kind of... Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of what defines self-leadership mm. is having their trust, you know, earning their trust so mm. that they feel that they can relax and let you lead. So that's kind of, they might all have that in common. Mm. And you build trust just by staying with them, listening to them, understanding their concerns. And just asking, you know, what you can do for them. What, what can you do for this part? Or what would it rather be doing if it didn't have to work so hard? And keeping you away from this, these painful things. It would like to be a coordinator, like um, to help letting the energy flow through the body. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. So it's like, it's kind of like a valve or, or yeah, a coordinator and it can direct the energy and exactly. it also is able to shut out the painful energy. Mm -hmm. Yes, you can just ask what it might need from you going forward. How can you help it? Basically, um, to become more um, like I, I, I'm, I, it says I could only really help it when I become more self-reliant, um, when I take actions more for myself or just 
that I'm more present for myself with myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And act accordingly. Yeah. Okay. So it wants to just see you focusing more on yourself and taking care of yourself in general. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But not with um, the, like in the, in the past, it was like with um, doing productively in the outside, but more o- over on, let's say, a sort of um, way of virtue as in being for myself, like um, whatever um, I am doing within the day that it's really for myself. And not yeah. uh, and like so that it's aligned with what I feel, think, and so on and so forth. Yeah. And does it want to get into specifics about that? I mean, is does that feel useful for you to to kind of look at or take notes on? You know, any specific activities it would like to see you do. The first thing it said was say no. As mm-hmm. a not no to you, but no um, in general when I get requests. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because that's the job it's been doing, huh? When something gets too much, it says no. It didn't say no to the outside world, so to say, more like no to what I felt inside. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And how about in the way that you communicate with it or mm-hmm. listen to it? Does it have any requests? What would it like to see there? Basically, the way I'm progressing is good, but I need to come back um, definitely, like let's say, more often. As yeah, come check on. back with it more often, um, check yeah. how I'm feeling and so on. But mm-hmm. um, let's say the body truly wants. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm not, when I, my next question is really just a question. I'm not asking to try to push towards going to an exile, but Mm -hmm. you could try asking it, you know, if you were going to do that, does it have any advice? Does it have any um, way that it would, you know, like to see you do that work? or that it might even be able to contribute.
Basically, um, because it's really not trusting proper, not the property, it's really not trusting me. Because mm -hmm. of that, um, it's suggesting basically to, that we um, stay um, where we are and mm -hmm. that we um, start to witness the exile from very far, like to keep yeah. a big distance. So it's still in sight, but it's in mm -hmm. a huge distance. Yeah. That's a, that's, seems like a reasonable, reasonable uh, suggestion to me. Right. I think so too. And that's definitely a, you know, an IFS approved kind of exercise in which we can, you know, decide the distance that we are from parts. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's kind of practices of putting parts in different rooms, seeing them, you know, I'm outside the building, they're inside the building, behind the wall, behind the glass. So there are ways to do, to do that. Mm -hmm. And how does it like just being with you now and just being able to communicate like this with you? Now, because we agreed upon, basically because we're listening to it, it's mm -hmm. now much more relaxed than just before um, I stated um, its suggestion. Yeah, great. What do you feel like should happen next? What feels right for you? Basically, I want to bring my compassion to this part that's judging me to be worthless. Mm -hmm. I would like to, let's say, basically start this, yeah, at least, uh, yeah, somewhat start this process. Uh -huh. from, from a distance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. And this part feels okay trusting you to do that? Mm -hmm. Great. And it can jump back in any time, you know? If it's it feels basically like... with me from the distance because it's not trusting me alone with it yet. Yeah. Okay. I noticed uh, that I was also now, or am also now a bit blended with a part that's like, um, if I did that, then um, things would be different and so on. If you did what? Um, like if I would have realized earlier that basically behind it all, uh, it comes or 
that everything in life um, comes down to this part that's um, judging me to be worthless. If I would have realized that earlier, that I could have um, acted earlier and improved yeah. life or actually, let's say, started to live life. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, just really started to live life. Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes there's some kind of grief around that of like, uh, why didn't we why didn't we do this earlier, right? Exactly. Yeah. And is there a way that you want to respond to that part? I am apologizing to it, and uh, but I do notice that this grief needs um, more space to be. Like mm -hmm. um, basically, I like uh, shutting it off feels wrong. No, not not literally shutting it off, but like um, right. trying to speed up a forgiving process or something feels wrong. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so you could just stay with it and, you know, experience that with it. Like you said, you kind of, you have apologized and there might just need to be that process of, of being there with it. Acknowledging that grief. With acknowledging the grief, I'm more open again. And let's phrase it as that it's a bit um, twisted because I noticed that I don't know if it's the part judging me um, to be worthless, but I felt like a, let's say, a desire um, to judge myself this way, like a very low key desire, so to say. Mm -hmm. Okay. I wonder if the I wonder if the part itself feels worthless. Mm. You you keep saying a, that there's a judging of yourself as worthless. Mm. And I'm wondering if it's if it feels like the part which again this part is is distant, right? So we might not know. But I'm wondering if that's just the part feeling worthless or if there's uh you know or if there's a a part telling you you are worthless and and has that kind of judgment about you i don't know if that's a useful <laughs> distinction or or what but just curious
It makes sense. Um, basically, um, I can't really, how to put it, with the distance, um, I can't really feel in the body that yeah. this judging part feels worthless, but maybe that's the brain cognitively translating it, but um, I do notice that it feels worthless because basically this part has been told to be worthless. And so, um, how should I put it, to avoid the pain of being told by others to be worthless, this mm -hmm. part is telling me um, that I'm worthless. Yeah. yeah, does that make sense to you? It does. It's a bit of a, let's say, um, it's a bit um, complex, but it does. Yeah. It's complex and and yet again I think it's so common. Mm. You know, that's what these parts do is they internalize messages and they repeat messages and in a way they kind of um they preempt external attacks by attacking internally you know mm. they want to they want to get there first so that we're not experiencing that so much on the outside so yeah even from a distance you might send that send that part that message of of understanding of you know, seeing that this is a complex thing, but it does make some sense. I'm not testing it basically, mm -hmm. um, I don't know what kind of part or what, uh, let's say what, um, because it's I guess it's probably a um, manager, but basically that uh, um, in this process, I, let's say, fragmented and uh, another part went to this worthless feeling part to give it a hug. Like oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that might be what's called a, a caregiving part or a caretaking part. Oh. Could be. I sometimes get confused by that terminology. That, that feels complex to me. But, yeah, it's, um, you know, a part, it sees pain, it sees some a part hurting, and rushes in to give a hug, you know, and um, very valuable and, and can soothe that pain. But it's also like you said, it's it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like you it doesn't feel like you're necessarily much closer to this part. Exactly. Yeah. It's also just incredible to see how many parts, how many protectors mm -hmm. there are, how many parts care about the system and have different approaches. Oh, yeah, that's true. And they're all valuable. We're going to respect all of them. What's next? 
with this um, worthless part and with the grief, also um, came up again um, for a brief um, period the anger that, or anger that needs to um, be released or would like to be released about mm -hmm. the anger about um, basically all the people who, let's say, wronged me. Yeah. All those people through whom I internalized uh, this message. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. But anger still is something that um, the body starts to block off. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, you might just let that anger know that um, maybe, perhaps, by going to this exile um, mm -hmm. and kind of sitting with its experiences and learning about, you know, its its history and helping unburden it, that maybe some of that anger will, yeah, it just won't feel, won't feel like it needs to burn so hot. something that um, just came up now that never really came up before. Well, it did, but not as consciously as now, is that there suddenly was a voice saying, um, like, um, we can't let you know how powerful you are. And then, basically, then it was like a fear, yeah, fear of power with this anger. How powerful the anger is? Um, more like um, how powerful I would be if I would use the anger. Right, yeah. Sure. Because yeah. this thing also, um, because this, um, how should I put it, accepting it would feed into the grief that um, about not having um, realized it earlier. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can see that. And again, I, I think just reminding these parts that your goal is is to listen to them and is also to listen to you know exile parts mm -hmm. and really that we can almost consider that the entire process where it's just through hearing their experience through hearing about the injustice you know it it seems it's counterintuitive because Yes, it feels like it's going to, it can be overwhelming or it can just feed the grief, the anger. And, and maybe, in, maybe in the short term it does. Maybe, you know, while we're hearing it, 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 it can. But I think that, you know, ultimately 
that's how we kind of put out the fires is just by by really witnessing them. What's next? Hmm. I think you're doing a great job. That's why I'm asking. Thank you. I mean, it sounds like you're really, really aware and patient and you know, you're not pushing past parts, which is great. Um, I want to try listening to the worthless part. Okay. So I don't know that. I noticed already, like from the first few seconds on, that listening to it is incredibly hard, not because of what it's um, trying to say, but like immediately it, uh, like a, um, a mechanism turns on that's like, no, you're not worthless, and so on and so forth. Like it's trying to soothe it instead of right. listening to it first before doing any soothing. Yeah. Yeah. So just let it know that you're, you appreciate it and that you'd like to get it straight from the source. Get the unfiltered version. And when I say unfiltered, I don't, you know, that can still be from a distance, right? So. I automatically got a lot closer to it, but with being closer to it, um, it got like um, 
completely muted, like when you press the mute button on the television. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's fine. It doesn't have to communicate with you, right? Mm -hmm. Just like all the other parts, we're not going to push it to do anything or say anything. And maybe the, maybe the communication is one way and you're, and you're just telling it, you're curious about it. You'd like to get to know it. You're open to it. Maybe that you've seen how these other parts have organized to make it hard to communicate. And just let it know that you've gotten them to step back. Let it know that you're okay with however it wants to communicate with you. It showed me that it's grateful that um, I don't want to force it. And it um, showed me that it feels like a burden and uh, like a massive burden after it um, showed me that it feels like a massive burden, like I tried to um, pick it up from the ground and suddenly I couldn't at all anymore. Like it really became too heavy then. <clears throat> yeah. And how do you respond to it when it tells you it feels like a burden? Basically, that it's okay that I'm there for you. Yeah. Yeah, and all the parts, you know, all the parts are worth getting to know, and they they all have their... That takes time, right? That, that There's a cost involved, and they're all, they're all important, and they all help you become more whole and inform your leadership, so... It's a cost that you've been willing to pay for other parts, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
How's it going? In between, I was um, shortly distracted, but then um, I noticed I was distracted, got back to it, and mm -hmm. um, it started. It was saying that it's glad that I'm back, and mm -hmm. then I noticed, um, like, yay, yeah, you're not muted anymore, and. I was grateful that it's not muted anymore. Yeah. Good. And you're able to show it all that? Mm-hmm. It's great. <laughs> I'm curious if... I'm curious what you notice about this part. And one reason I'm asking is, um, well, I'm, I'm watching the clock and I'm, and I'm just thinking about if, if we were to end this conversation right now, I'm not saying we need to, but I'm saying if we, if we were to, what, how would you find your way back to this part? Are there things you notice about it? Um, the feeling in the body, can you see it? anything that you kind of notice about this to use as uh, breadcrumbs for when you do revisit it? Um, two breadcrumbs certainly on the visual, visualiz uh, visualization side are mm -hmm. Kelly, um, as that's been like the, let's say for now, the so-called ultimate exile. Um, that's basically, it's been, um, hidden in an open Pandora's box and that it's like um, me as a two-year-old mm -hmm. in pajamas mm -hmm. who, who initially then when I saw the Pandora's box basically stepped out of it. Mm. And feeling um, in the body well, like many, um, like many parts, it's around the heart, but at the end now we were, uh, yeah, um, the heart area was pretty much completely free. Mm -hmm. And I do notice that I do feel it a bit more on the right side than on the left side of the heart. Mm -hmm. And the parts that were, it sounds like a lot of the protective parts were concerned about the pace. You know, you have one part saying, why didn't you do this sooner? You have another part saying, you don't have time for this. And I'm wondering if 
the well, sex higher part. One, um, who was saying why well, didn't do this sooner was the one who initially said I don't have time for this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm also wondering if that exile part has any concerns around that. Um, or if you do, you know, just kind of, just kind of acknowledging that this, this is a process and it does take, you know, these, these small steps. Just how, how that feels for you. Well, um, I always had an issue with um, small steps, but um, as of the last few days, I did start to get more comfortable with yeah small steps. But I do notice that in general, this part in me is still very active who has, um, let's say, not issues, but who um, wants things to move along quick. Yeah. That's not necessarily this strict, uh, like like I said, the strict fatherly figure or strict mm -hmm. figure. That's like a separate um, part about time being an issue. Yeah. And so what other messages or questions do you have for this exile part? Or what does it need? Basically to really allow the grief and anger, especially the anger. Yeah, the anger that comes, that it, comes from it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how do you feel about doing that with it? Again, not necessarily now, just in general. Is that a, is that a commitment you can make to, to being present with it, to witness in, that? In general, yeah, but basically it's like um, the body trying to block off again. And also, to be honest, Mm -hmm. I don't know how. Yeah, you that you don't. Mm -hmm. You were saying you don't know how to to witness it like that. Like yeah, like how to process the anger. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Yeah. So again, I'll just keep pointing to, kind of trusting the process and. Mm -hmm. Um, not that I'm asking you to take anything on faith here, but, um, if you, if you just start with curiosity and you just be with this part in its anger, let it share with you everything it needs to share with you about that and just be present with it and, and fully witness it, then you know, sometimes I think that's, that's more than half the battle. That's, that is processing it, is, is just witnessing it. And, yep. you know, there are other steps and the part might have other requests of you, but as far as, you know, what do I do with this anger? I need, how do I act? How do I release it? How do I, 
you know, act in the world, you know, to, to get rid of it or, or whatever, mm -hmm. um, you know, you might find answers to that, but I think just, just starting with curiosity and just starting with that willingness to witness the part, um, yeah, that's, that's usually where you'll find the answers. True, that's a very good point, because to be honest, mm. um, curiosity about anger because of this fear of anger um, never crossed my mind, to be really honest. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I don't think of myself as someone who's like good at processing anger, mm -hmm. but, I, but I'm good at listening to parts, you know? Mm. And, I, and I would say that about anything having to do with IFS and having to do with, you know, what comes out of it. It's kind of like, well, I'll just start with the listening to parts part. Yeah. So I will need to bring this to a close some, sometime soon. Sure. Um, Would you keep working with this part? Would you would you wait until talking to me again? Does that matter to, to talk about or to think about? Um, in general, yeah. um, I would definitely keep working with this part, but something that came up like pretty much immediately about anger um, and so on is um, that basically there's um, other parts um, interfering in the... Uh, not interfering, say... Um, that take part in being afraid of anger that yeah. are like uh, let's say not the worst not ang it's about uh, it being about anger itself but um for example on um, the part that's um very worried about what other people think of me and so on mm -hmm. yeah so um what i was trying to say was basically that i um will have to address these parts as well in order to um, really process. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm happy to help with all with any of that, all of that. What more do you want to do with this part or to say with this part or to hear from this part? Why you why you have it here? I guess um, that's it for the day. Okay. Check with it on, you know, how it would, how it would like to say goodbye if it, and this might be a time when, when you ask that caretaking part to step back in, mm -hmm. you know, what does this part need in the interim, in the time where, where you're away from it?
it needs someone who is present with it, who listens or feels it. Yeah. Like someone who is aware of it. Uh, so, um, yeah, like, like, yeah, present being like consciously aware. Mm. Yeah, so is there some way you can set up something that approximates that? I mean, of course you're the you're the ultimate in in presence and awareness. Um but is there some some substitute? Or anything that will help it just feel okay waiting? that caretaker offered to stay with it, to um, play with it, just to be with it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just check with the young part, mm -hmm. if that works for it. Yeah, it's happy someone is with it. Nice. And these protectors that you negotiated with, were mm -hmm. they able to witness? Or can you invite them to, to kind of notice what you were able to do? Just kind of check in with them on, you know, maybe get their feedback, maybe see how they, how they experienced it or perceive your ability to go to this part and not be overwhelmed by it. The strict loving figure, the strict fatherly-like figure is proud and like, see, I told you, you don't need to waste so much time. <laughs> and the um, part that's scared of um, pain or afraid of pain, trying to protect me from it, mm -hmm. that's a bit baffled. Like, um, that is, it's a bit shocked. Yeah. Yeah. About the grief of not having done it sooner. That one is, let's say, fairly neutral, but it mm -hmm. wants me to dedicate time to it specifically. Yeah. Like um, with for the, with the grief, it's not over just yet. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Well, how's it all feeling? I find it always like how to put it. There's always a part in me that finds it wrong when I say good, but yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're doing great, and I really. Thank I enjoy, you. I enjoy seeing you know the way that you do, kind of direct yourself. Um, it's um, it's nice. Thank you very much, and I really enjoy the way Hash put it, the way you hint me um, in those directions. Glad I can help.
I hope you're on my calendar again. Oh, definitely. Okay. Have a good rest of your day. You too. Okay, take care. Bye. Take care. Bye. Do you want to help bring more self-energy to the world? If you'd like to participate in calls or help out with this project in any way, I'd love to hear your ideas. Join the Discord server or contact me at james at liveifs.com. A huge thanks to our audio engineer, Ivan, for your care and diligence in editing the calls. To every caller for your courage in sharing some of your parts. And to anyone out there getting to know their internal system, keep going. Who knows, that might be the most selfless, helpful thing you can do for others, and you're the only one who can do it. If you'd like to see us reach the largest audience, we must please the almighty suggestion algorithms at iTunes and YouTube. And they don't care about the power of IFS. They're looking for likes and shares and comments, and the sooner the better. Follow the links in the show notes right here in your podcast player to make your wishes known. And now, a minute of meditation. Or if you prefer, pull over. You can do it in 60 seconds. Just click one of those links. They're right there. And give us a like or a five-star rating. It would really help. If you think this project is helping people, you're helping people by sharing it. Thank you.